Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stephen Zhang Show, episode 61. Eric, uh, the day has finally come. UFC 272 yep. has finally arrived. Covington, a Masvidal main event. Uh, of course, usually with all UFC videos, we will be looking at the main card. Uh, was it five fights now, I believe there is? And so we'll t- be talking about that before we jump into the video. As always, roll it! Welcome back to the Shib and Zhang Show, episode 61. Uh, like we mentioned, Eric, UFC 272, uh, has finally come. Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, two former friends used to train together, look out for each other, uh, are now enemies and uh, are facing off this Saturday uh, as the main event. But uh, before we get into that, we have a main card to discuss, Eric. Like usual, yep. we have what? One, two, three, four fights before the main card. But uh, as we know, uh, the who is it? Fiziev has, has COVID, I think. Uh, he's backing out. Not backing out, but he can't fight against RDA, uh, okay. which was the was it co-main event or just second it was the second fight before yeah. uh but yeah so now there's we don't know the replacement for rda but there's some uh, some surfacing information some surfacing challengers uh but uh, before we jump into that let's start at the first fight of our main card which is a heavyweight bout of course we're gonna be looking at the odds telling you uh, who you shall put your money on of course you're gonna be making a parlay for usc because who doesn't and so that's yeah. why uh this heavyweight bout uh has some importance because it's on the main card so sergey spivak versus greg hardy eric spivak comes out and in, in as a favorite two to one favorite under 215 odds while greg hardy the former nfl player is a plus 175 underdog eric heavyweight who do you like between these two? Who would you put your money on? Okay, well, so first of all, Greg Hardy on one side. It's not I don't like Greg Hardy, but I've never really liked Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy started, you know, he was an NFL player. I still remember him. Like, not really, but I know he's an NFL player. And he, he made that transition pretty smoothly, to be honest. But the UFC tried to hype him up quick, but, you know, he, he's not like that. So... Like, he even got a chance to fight Volkov, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, he got beat the fuck up. So, the thing with um, Hardy is not a lot of people like him, but he, people know who he is. Like, this, I don't even think he's ranked right now, but it's a pretty important fight. Um, last fight I watched of him was uh, Tai Tuivasa. Um, I know that oh, his yeah. next fight... Yeah. That was a good... Well, it didn't last long, but uh, that was a good fight. And then Talk Greg Hardy... I didn't spit back... Uh... Himself, he submitted uh, Ty Denny, Ty Toivasa. Yeah, he did submit him. Uh, this is all. Oh, he did. He did. Ty. Yeah. This is before Ty is well, he's still in, a serious contender. In 2019, so it's pretty yeah. recent. So, um, yeah, um, I'll be honest. Um, Spidvac, I don't really know too much about him. I'm gonna be, didn't really do my research, to be honest. But he's he's the one that lost to Tom Tom Aspinall. So yeah, uh, we're, we yeah we watched that fight. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Tom Aspinall was a good fighter. So yeah, he is. knowing this and that he was on a three fight win streak before losing to Tom Aspinall and that Greg Hardy, obviously I don't really like Greg Hardy and he's on a two fight win streak. Just putting it, I I'd probably go with Spivak. Um, I don't know what the odds are saying. You, you probably have the numbers, two, but two to one favorite Spivak is. Okay. So yeah, if I had to bet, I'd put my money on Spivak. Not really big on, uh, interesting. Hardy. Cause, um, a lot of these fights on the main card, uh, I'm rooting, not rooting, but I got the uh, underdog. Betting on, really? Sorry, not the underdog. Sorry. Uh, the favorites. But, okay. of course, every main card has to have okay. an underdog when you bet, Eric. And this is the fight I'm yeah. picking. I was either between this one or the Edson Barbosa <clears throat> fight coming up. But, no, I decided that I'm going to go with Greg Hardy. I'm going to go with a first-round KO or TKO. Yeah. Uh, reason being, listen, Greg Hardy is obviously the better athlete, uh, like body speaking. Spivak's yeah. a big guy. Uh, we've seen him gas out. And so Greg Hardy, I think he's going to be explosive in the first round. And Sergey yeah. Spivak, listen, he's terrible on his feet early on. Terrible on his feet. If you look at his recent fights, he has lost a lot of first rounds, uh, Eric. Um, yeah. Like I said, he's not the best athlete. And he just come off, he came off, they were both coming off a KO loss versus Tom Aspinall, basically. But mm-hmm. um, 
listen, Spivak's great. He, he's great with grappling, getting people to the ground. And I feel like he can do that later on. Just in the first round, Eric, I'm taking Greg Hardy to knock him out. Okay. In the first round. That's, I, I, I have a feeling that's, that this is going to hit on my parlay for, uh, for my underdog. And uh, there's always got to be an underdog. So I'm going with Greg Hardy to knock Spivak out in the first round. If it doesn't end the first yeah. round, I think Sergey's going to pick it up. And then we'll eventually get the win. But, man, Greg Hardy has an opportunity here in the first round to make me some money. So I hope he comes through. But that is my underdog bet uh, okay. of the night. But Edson Barbosa, that one was a close one. But uh, moving on, Kevin Holland uh, versus uh, Alex Oliveira. Eric, this is a welterweight fight. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Holland's dropping in weight, so we we will see what he looks like come weigh-ins and the, yeah. what he looks like on the scale. Um, he is the favorite coming into this one under 275. Oliveira, the plus 210 underdog. Uh, Oliveira is coming with a coming in with a three-game losing streak, and he has only won two of his last eight recently. So he's kind of on a slide right here. Um, so is Kevin Holland. You know, Kevin Holland was great uh, in 20, what was it, 2020. He was amazing. Yeah. Five great wins. Year. Five yeah. wins. Then 2021, not the same success. Didn't find it. Has two losses. And then lost. Not he had a no contest to headbutt versus Cal Dawkins. So just had mm-hmm. a tough stretch in 2021. But luckily, he's facing a guy who's also been sliding down. Uh, and uh, they're both on losing streaks. But I'm going to take Kevin Holland. Listen, what a lot of people don't know is, is – Alex Oliveira has actually been attacked by a grenade. He was involved in a grenade accident. Oh, at, yeah? Look at your surprise face. It was around like I December, know. I think, around Christmas. Um, he was actually, yeah, he was. He had fragments. Uh, I forget what it was, but there was fragments in his leg. I don't know if it was about of the grenade itself, but he had to get get it like removed. Uh, this happened yeah. in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, and uh, ever since that, Eric, he's been getting dropped in the fights like his chin uh i don't know what it is but his, his sustainability on his chin has like he's going down on the ground faster um his chin's much weaker uh randy brown knocked him down and then went for a stroke was it a uh, rear naked choke i think right away yeah. i don't know what's happened to him i think this grenade attack whatever has affected him has affected his stamina has affected his body strength uh, especially in his legs so um I think this is going to affect him again going into it. His body, Eric, continuously in these three-round fights now, of, uh, as of recent, his body keeps shutting down. Yancey uh, Medeiros, he's lost to. Mike Perry, Randy Brown, these are guys mm-hmm. that, like, in three-round fights, uh, he's getting beat uh, second or third round because uh, his body just keeps shutting down. And so mm-hmm. I think the same thing's going to happen here. I'm going to take Kevin Holland. I mm-hmm. like Kevin Holland, you know, pressured guy, puts the pressure, yeah. puts people on their back, uh, puts them on their back foot. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take Kevin Holland. It depends what he looks like uh, at the weigh-ins, but I'm confident he's going to make the weight. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I like his fighting style in this one. So I'm going to take him. Okay. Yeah. So obviously Alex Oliveira, uh, pretty decent fighter, big UFC vet, been in, in the UFC for years now, has a lot of fights. Um, and he's never been a top ranked guy. He's always been like, see if, if someone can beat him, then they can talk like jump in the top you know yeah. they can take that next step so he's, he's been like that that if you be alex Oliveira, you can take that next step but um especially for kevin holland coming down to welterweight for someone like Oliveira, who's not the biggest guy but he he's like a jujitsu like he'll take you down from time to time uh, as i'm seeing i think he takes people down like two and a half times per per fight which per, is per, yeah. not that much but kevin holland's there with like 0. 0.9 so per so, fight or per round Probably per fight, so that's not that much. It's probably more because he's a jiu-jitsu guy, right? So, yeah. Um, the thing with Kevin Holland is he was on a fight-fight win streak and then lost two. Lost two. Pretty reasonable. If you're fighting Marvin Vittori and Derek Brunson, like yeah. those are wrestling guys, and you, you suck at wrestling. And but he went to go train with Daniel Cormier. So, but just his frame, like, he's a very he's a very light one. He was a very light one eighty five. He probably walks around like barely two hundred. Like if you look at him, like he. he he doesn't. He doesn't look that strong. So I think one seventy is perfect for him. Um, he won't get taken down as because Marvin Tori, like there, there are some big, big guys, but they're like two twenty. So yeah. But he, hey, Kevin Holland had that hype. People's had him becoming champ there, like probably him him against Izzy, but uh, that never happened because he he was never able to do what Izzy did, like 
being uh being able to stop a takedown defense. So um for this fight, I'm gonna take Kevin Holland. Um just from experience. I'm not gonna lie, his fight against Dawkins, um, I know it, it came as a no contest, but he did get submitted at the end, yeah. but it was a, still a no contest. But the fact that he got submitted was a little iffy. Yeah. He, he's starting he's starting to go down the climb, but don't forget, Kevin Holland twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty Kevin Holland. Dynamite. He could, he'd be some good guy. Sousa, um, jo- Joaquin Buckley, you know. So yeah. those are some decent fighters. So um, I, I think 170, 170, Kevin Holland will be able to do some damage. I can see him going up to, I don't think he's ever going to win the title, but he can definitely make it the top 10, top five. You know, mm, we'll see. We'll see. I got Holland second round TKO. If anyone okay. wants to put a specific bet, okay. uh, a player prop or anything like that. I got Holland in the second round. This is a three round fight, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I think Oliveira, his body's going to be wearing down. Uh, it's going to be, a, it's probably going to be a crazy first round. Kevin Holland is going to be putting the pressure on him. And then, so I'm going to go yep. Holland TKO second round uh, for me as we move up. Eric, this one was a tough fight uh, for me to evaluate. I mean, okay. Edson Jr. Barbosa versus yep. Bryce Thug Nasty Mitchell. This is a featherweight yeah. uh, battle. Number 10, Barbosa versus Mitchell. Number 11, a fast climber in the yeah. ranks, having a great UFC career so far. But Edson Barbosa, Eric. Every time you get in the octagon with Edson Barboza, he puts yep. on a show. That, of course, yep. we know. Um, but, man, this uh, – this, I mean, Bryce Mitchell, Eric, I really love Bryce Mitchell's game. He's, mm-hmm. also, of course, a grappler. Edson Barboza yep. struggles against grapplers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got a great chin, uh, Bryce Mitchell. He's got a relentless pace. He's got the striking uh, – or, sorry, no, he's got the, the grappling. He's got sticky grappling. His stand-up is a bit, you know – it's weird. He's, you know, it's jujitsu like type, uh, but that's not really what I'm worried about. I'm not expecting him to go toe to toe with Edson Barboza. Uh, that would be a failed like plan. That would be an idiotic plan. And so, um, you know, he throws strikes and then he throws takedowns consecutively. And then if you get up, he gets you down again. He's, he's consecutive. He's uh, always just on you every time. So yeah. um, he likes the arm triangles. So maybe I'm looking at a uh, submission. Mm. Uh, but m- most recently, mm. Barboza, I don't know. He's just, uh, his recent losses come against grapplers, which Mitchell does mm. great at. Uh, he's slowing down with age, of course. Uh, yeah. We know he's a, a great striker, explosive striker. Uh, he's, bal- he's a great kickboxer. You know, he's got the knees, he's got yeah. the legs, he's got the hands. Um, yeah. But I, I just don't know with the, with the age right now. Uh, it's just, I feel like grappling and getting taken down is his biggest weakness. And Bryce Mitchell is going to learn that, <coughs> or he already knows that, uh, been mm-hmm. trained for this fight. So yeah. I just think that's uh, Bryce Mitchell is just going to win this out, probably decision, I'd say. Uh, okay. and just, uh, yeah, he's going to grapple his way. He's going to just be, get on, get the mount or get the top control on Barboza throughout the three rounds. And yeah, that's it. So Barboza is going to have to, he's got to make quick, quick of his chances that both of them are standing. Uh, yeah. you know, he's going to have to trade and he's going to have to win those battles and hurt him, hurt Bryce mm-hmm. Mitchell. If he has a chance of winning this, uh, decision or he can knock him out, but man, it's just Mitchell's going to be sticky, man. Sticky hands are going to be yeah. on Barboza 24 seven. Yeah, so the thing with Barbosa is pretty similar to Oliver. Like, he's the Barbosa has actually been close. Like, he's always been like top ten guy. You know, yeah. the, if you look at the fighters he's fought, like I'll, I'll list some oh, of yeah. the fighters. Like, this is a very good resume. So you can even start off. So there's Paul Felder. He beat him once. He beat Bobby Green. He lost to Don, Donald Cerrone. He beat Anthony Pettis. He beat Benel Dariush. So he beat yeah. So he lost to Kevin uh, Kevin Lee. Lost to to Khabib. Beat Dan Hooker, and then he lost to Gaethje, and then lost to Felder, lost to Ige, and then he beat Shane Burgos, a very good fighter, and then lost to Giga. So mm-hmm. just that, like, just the names, like, this guy's fought some really good fighters, but obviously, as you said, um, when he fights against grapplers or wrestlers, he's gonna, he's gonna, and Bryce Mitchell is one of those guys. I remember watching Bryce Mitchell, was it a year ago? Because he was like the, the featherweight guy who was undefeated, yeah. right? And I remember I watched his fight. Uh, like he, 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 he's not bad. It's like, but it's like people don't really like to watch rest, wrestlers unless you're at the top. You know, like yeah, if you're like yeah. top five. You like to watch a wrestler, but like not in the other card. So it's like at this point, you're just trying to win some fights. But Bryce Mitchell is a very good fighter, still undefeated um, in his UFC, UFC career and MMA career, and I think it's, it's going to stay like that. Um, I think Barbosa at this point in his career, I don't think he's going for any push. 
but realistically, he could because the featherweight is, is starting to get pretty open, right? Because Giga lost. So if yeah. Edson Barboza starts, what, two, three, five win streak, I could see him right up there because if you, that's what happened to Korean Zombie. Like, Korean Zombie, uh, like, is he even that much better than Edson Barboza, you know? So, um, uh, yeah, I would say he is. Oh, yeah, but, pretty much, but not that much because don't forget, Edson's fought these 155 guys and very competitive against the 155 guys like he's fought some good competition so but right now Edson tail end of his career might not have too many fights left so but yeah, he's so fun to watch his uh was spinning back Neil yeah. thing oh, that's yeah, crazy yeah. so he's a, he's a fun fighter to watch and I'm excited to see him fight because uh he's gonna be in he, he was at a main or co-main or like in, in the main card so it, it, it's in the main card i don't know if it's yeah. a co-main event no it's definitely not a co-main event because that yeah. was if anything but this, RDA fight. but this is why i like like about this card so um we'll, we'll talk about the main fight later but just the fact that it's a non-title fight but they're able to put a decent amount of good fights before that because oh, yeah. what's good about a card is not always like obviously you like looking at the top but Remember that car with Dustin Poirier and Charles? That was a good car, man. You go in the prelims and you got like tie two seventy or sixty uh sixty nine, I think. Two sixty nine. Two sixty nine? Yeah, I think it was two sixty nine. Yeah, two sixty nine. December. Yeah, so look at that was if you look at back on it, that was one of the most underrated you had tie on the prelims. Dominic Cruz and Pedro Munoz on the prelims. And then wow that was a good that was a I even forget the main card. Who's on the main card? Uh, Kyra France, Co- uh, Cody Garbrin, oh, yeah, and then you got Amanda Nunes, Sean O'Malley, yeah. oh, still yeah, had yeah. Uh, Emmett, and you got San- Santiago. Emmett. Like, that's a good card. Yeah. And this card, obviously, not as stacked, uh, but you still have um, the recent ones. Yeah. Better than yeah, yeah, the sure, card. Sure. Yeah. Because Adesanya, you, before that, yeah, it, it, was, it was, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, the Francis card really had didn't have no, much. No. But no, this one. I like it even uh, if you go down the list, you can even find uh, Khabib's cousin, Umar, yeah, who, who is actually a really decent fighter. I, I remember watching his first fight. He's a decent striker. He's a featherweight fighter, decent fighter. Um, I, don't, I don't know how fast he'll climb up the ranks, but he, he looks decent. So um, I don't know. If, is he from Dagestan? Well, he's his cousin. It's oh, his cousin. He'll get up there. Don't worry. Yeah, he'll get up there for sure. <laughs> Dagestan, don't mess around. Yeah, and we'll probably we'll, are we gonna talk about another Dagestani later on? Probably. Oh uh, yeah, we might actually uh, be talking. Uh, speaking of good transition, we are talking about a another Dagestani, Eric, another Dagestani that we recently just talked about, uh, Islam Makashev. Yeah. yeah. If you got a little deja vu, yeah, it's because we did yeah. mention his name just last yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just uh, fought Bobby Green. Uh, yeah. Replacement uh, for. Who, who is he replacing? Ardy oh, Benil Dardius. Benil Dardius. Benil Dardius. And then first round, TKO, man. He showed his striking in that fight, Islam Makashev. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he looked pretty good at doing it. But yeah. RDA, Eric, in the lightweight division, number six rank, was supposed to go against Fiziev, the number 11th, who was up and coming at five straight wins, flashy striker, uh, who beat Bobby Green, Brad Riddle. And uh, this was going to be a great fight. And Fiziev, I thought, had a... A lot of uh, momentum going into it. I thought he was yeah. going to pull out the win, but he uh, was—he yeah. got COVID, I think. I uh, have to withdraw from that fight. And now mm-hmm. we still don't know RDA's replacement. However, we have Islam Makhachev, Eric, who just beat Bobby Green, probably secured his title spot, in our opinions, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in the lightweight division. But he still wants to put the nail in the coffin and, get, and confirm his lightweight uh, championship spot by beating RDA. He tweeted, he wants to step in. He wants to do a 170, let's go. Uh, and, you know, obviously asking him to cut weight as he just fought to 155 yeah. is kind of unfair. Uh, yeah. And RDA said he's down two to do it. So, like, let's go, Dana White. Let's get the gears going. It's fight Saturday. Yeah. Uh, give me RDA versus Makashev. Oh, I mean, that I... would be amazing. Like, talk about a yeah. great card already. And you give me yeah. oh, and RDA my God. as a co-main event. I mean, yeah. come on. and you know Makashev could do it. Like, he wants to do it. He's going to step yeah. in. He could easily exactly. get ready for this fight. And, uh, like, he doesn't really... 
yeah, you, well, training, like what's he have to look out for RDA? RDA is great at Muay Thai, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was known for taking people down and going to the ground, but then he worked on his striking early on in the 2010. So now he's become a full uh, balanced fighter. And uh, however, he's 37 years old. His mm-hmm. body's wearing him down. Him continuously having to cut to 155, Eric, is taking a toll on his body. He's taken a lot of damage throughout his years. Um, yeah. So, you know, he's only been knocked out twice, but still he has been He's been hit. He's been hurt. Uh, and his body's been worn down. So, like, you know, he beat Paul Felder, like you said. Yeah. Uh, he looked great in that fight. Or no, sorry, not Paul Felder. That was someone else. But he did beat no, Paul, no, he, uh, no, Paul he, Felder coming back. No, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did beat him, and yeah. but he was on a losing streak, whatever. Then he came back, beat Paul, Paul Fedler, looked great in it. Um, and but like still, if RDA versus Makashev were to happen, I'd take Makashev, Eric. I mean, my <laughs> it's pretty deep. Like we know the yeah. game plan to, is on Makashev. Yeah. He's gonna take you down. Uh, he's gonna mix in uh, the ground and pound, but mostly he's gonna be looking to submit you or yeah, get the TKO uh, win. But I mm-hmm. just don't think RDA is not going to be able to stop his takedown attempts. And, you know, uh, if Makashev were to do this, I think he wins and then he just automatically claims the next uh, title shot, even though he most likely already has it. That's what's incredible. Yeah. The guy still wants yeah. to fight, yeah. even though this loss, if he were to fight against RDA, could cost him his chances at a title shot. I mean, yeah. that's just, it's incredible. No, no, the thing with Islam is, because his the main thing on Islam was oh he's never fought a top guy other than Dan Hooker right he's never fought a top guy but Number everyone seven. knows like no, yeah no one wants to fight Islam like it's a fact that no one no one there's no point in fighting Islam we've talked about this multiple times we've been talking about this for, what probably talked about this a year ago you know a year ago yeah so the thing with Islam is he's never been highly ranked like people everyone in the division knows he's probably the best fighter in the division yeah uh, if you look. At the opening bets for him against Oliver, he's a huge favorite. So um, I don't know if he should be that much of a favorite, but he definitely should be a favorite. And I'd probably have him winning. So just the fact of that shows how good he is and how good people think he is. So be, finding a guy at what like what he was like 15th ranked before, like no one would want to like you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because he's that good. But uh, this fight. Against Desanos, who Desanos, as we're talking about the, these guys that if you beat you get you take that next up. Desanos is one of those guys. So many top, people have been exactly. So many people have beaten Desanos and then been able to take that next step. If you don't beat Desanos, like you know what I mean, like Desanos is, is that next step Stepping that you down. exactly. And um, if Islam were to fight um, Desanos, I think it'd be a pretty easy fight for him. I'm not gonna lie, just because. If Chess is able to take Desanos down six times, m- imagine how many times Islam can take him down, you know? But what, what was interesting was Kobe did fight Desanos, and it was a really close fight. It was for the interim round. Well, this is like, what, two yeah, years ago? That, that was, well, yeah, yeah. No, that was a few years ago. Yeah, that, four years ago now. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's my, a few years ago. I'm I like, know. For me, I'm it feels, changed. yeah, I know. For me, it feels like a couple years ago because I, I still remember that happening. So, yeah. um, that, that was a really close fight for the interim belt. Almost won it, lost. So, and if you look at, look at, look at these fighters he's fought. Just, he was also 33 almost, though, RDA back then, Eric. Yeah, I know, I know. But oh, these are the people he's fought. Paul Felder, Chiesa, Leon Edwards, Kevin Lee, Kamaru, Kobe, Robbie Lawler, Neil Magny, Tony Ferguson, Eddie Alvarez, Daniel, oh. Donald Cerrone, Anthony Pettis, Nate Diaz, Benson Henderson, Khabib, Donald Cerrone. Like, I know. Oh, this guy. Yeah, exactly. So I recognized every single name. Exactly. And I've only been in the UFC for what a year and a half now. Yeah. So, hey, the, the, you don't play around with RDA, so it, it's it's a pretty risky fight for at least not really risky just because we know Islam, but for anyone else, it would be risky for but sure. It, that's yeah. It still is the the risk is incredible mm-hmm. for, uh, for I like Makashev just won. Yeah. Last Saturday. Uh, he's most likely won the shot for the next time. I mean, we looked at the lightweight division there. Yeah. I mean, Benel Dariush backed out, right? So, and then mm. Makashev has now the leverage on him. Exactly. And so there's no more delay, delay. Exactly. Makashev's going to fight the top five guy. Like, none of those guys deserve it over Makashev. Yeah, exactly. So why would he have to face them? But now yeah. he wants to fight RDA and he wants to shut up all his haters. And I'm down for yeah. it, man. I want it at that. I mean, what? Talk about a great card if this were to happen. Yeah, uh, Islam versus RDA. 
And uh, this is a huge opportunity for Makashev and even a huge opportunity for RDA. If he yeah. were to beat Makashev somehow, yeah. it would immediately put him up there in the title contention. Right? Yeah. So, uh, well, maybe not, but a huge, like, people oh, would be looking at jump. RDA. Yeah. I don't know if you get the title shot next versus Gaethje, but maybe, like, maybe one fight away or yeah. maybe, who knows? Because uh, yeah. RDA is a very, very underrated fighter. Yeah. Um, he's still, like, just the way he fights, like, he's, he's got that grit and... Um, he's very well-rounded. So the thing is, the problem with RDA, well, he won the belt, so can't really like he won the belt. Yeah, so he's been a champ before. Belt defense defense wasn't that long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He lost right away. So I actually beat Donald Cerrone. So one time and then lost Eddie. So yeah, the thing with Desanos is, if he fights a really good striker, he'll lose. And if he fights a really good wrestler, he lose. Like he just he's just a very average, not average fighter, of course. But he he, I don't know. It's like the, the good strikers will beat him and then yeah. the, the really good red. So he, he's kind of a weird spot. So that's why he's a very good stepping stone because if Islam can beat him, 100% he deserves a shot because every, everyone who beats RDA almost yeah. gets a title shot after, you know? So I don't know if RDA like, would get the title shot if he beat Islam. No, 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 not at all. I don't no, think no. so either. No, no. Like, obviously, no, maybe. No, I don't you think argue it. No, because then there's the argument about Islam not even deserving a title shot and what makes RDA yeah. beating Islam, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, but no, if, like that's the thing. RDA being <clears throat> Islam, I can't even like think about. It. I can't yeah. even imagine that because it's just yeah. so fantasy world to me. You know, it's just fantasy, pure fiction. But, so, but you know what's crazy is because Fizia, who dropped out, I fought I, against I Bobby. Taken him too though, yeah, Fizia wouldn't won. Fizia wouldn't won. But you know what's crazy? Bobby Green fought Fizia, and as I told you last week, I thought Bobby Green could have probably won that fight. He yeah. won the overall fight, but didn't win the rounds. So. Don't sleep, like, don't sleep on Bobby Green either, man. This, this guy's on the come up for sure. He, the UFC is starting to make a push for him too. Yeah. Um, and he's he, obviously, I was going to say he's on a two-fight win streak, but he lost Islam. But that doesn't count. It's Islam. Makashev, That's what man. I said. What was I talking about last week, right? It's a win-win for Bobby Green. Exactly. You can't, you, you can't put a dent on his resume because he just lost mm-hmm. to Islam on a yeah. week's notice, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and he yeah, also made a lot of win-win. Yeah. yeah, he made his money, made money too, so. So it was a great win. Wait, he's happy. You think he's pissed yeah. losing? Oh, yeah. Fuck. You got to fight Makachev yeah. and you got to yeah. double his money and not double. Yeah. Got oh, a good amount. amount. Yeah. Good amount yeah. in two weeks. And he, so he's happy about that. But yeah. um, uh, talking about another stepping stone, Eric, uh, we moved to Jorge Masvidal versus Kofi Covington. Let's go. Uh, notice I call <clears throat> Jorge Masvidal a stepping stone because uh, that's how I see him. In the oh yeah okay well, okay i don't know it's a name thing and whoever when you you know it's a big fight whenever you face jorge okay. even though you know he yeah. loses some fights most not okay. most fights but okay he's lost a few um colby covington eric versus jorge masvidal the main yeah. event uh i mean this is just this uh not, this has i have too much to say i'm not gonna lie i don't know how much okay. time we have left but no we're I, good I, I'll, I'll introduce it quickly listen jorge okay. masvidal uh Covington chaos versus game bread. Uh this yeah. is I mean this is crazy. Covington the number one ranked uh fighter in the welterweight division still even after his loss versus Camaro versus Masvidal who's the number 6. What's crazy Eric is Colby Covington is a 3 to 1 favorite. That is yeah. crazy. That is extremely high uh yeah. for someone who's facing off against Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. I mean put some respect in Masvidal's name, right? A 3 to 1 favorite. So that's why yeah. a lot of people are looking at Masvidal to maybe upset Colby Covington because those are just too good of odds to pass up on. Yeah. And so look for Masvidal, he's a plus 265 underdog. So I'm really looking at that, but yeah. realistically, uh I'm taking Colby Covington in this fight, Eric. Okay. Most likely a fourth round TKO or something like that. Okay. Uh he's got the pressure, you know, he 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 challenges fighters puts them on their back feet uh, he's got the takedowns and man he's got a great chin i didn't even yep. realize if there was one thing that was is a, that i thought is a weakness of kobe uh, covington was his chin but man you oh. look at that oozing fight how many times did he get hit clean by an uppercut yep. or a hook and he, right away he's back up or he's ready to yep. fight so man uh that chin showed me a lot and uh so i'm giving him the great chin status eric uh, he's got great kicks right so they're powerful they're accurate uh and he's just an all-around fighter right takedowns uh is he gonna go toe-to-toe with masvidal during most of the fight probably not <laughs> because masvidal as we know is a sharp striker right uh he's got power um he's got the flying knee whenever he wants in his back pocket and i'm definitely yeah. gonna be expecting a flying knee in this fight um but the difference between these two fighters eric is we have an active covington right now 
who mm. is active in his fights right now. He just uh, fought a few months back tomorrow, but we versus an inactive Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal okay. hasn't fought in a while. Last time he fought, got knocked out by Kamaru Usman in a title yeah. fight. And so he's been inactive for a while now. And so that's like, I'm looking at Covington. He's coming in with the, with the momentum, right? Uh, he's in the fighting shape. Uh, he's just fought recently. So um, I'm taking Covington probably fourth okay. round TKO or something. I don't think it goes to decision. I don't think he's going to submit Jorge because there's a lot of trash talk. And I think it's going to be like a ground and pound TKO. Uh, okay. So that's what I got. But do you want to talk about this beef or do I need to introduce it for some of the viewers? Is that what you want to talk okay. about? Because I can no, introduce it. Introducing so, that I'm gonna go on a crazy rant or not rant, two, but for those who don't know, these two have actually been close friends uh, for a while. Uh, when they, you know, g- going through the beginning of their UFC careers, and um, Colby Covington, sorry, no, Jorge introduced Colby Covington to a trainer by the name of Polino Hernandez, uh, and that guy was teaching Masvidal to, uh, or Jorge or sorry, not Jorge Covington the striking component of the game, and you know, in return. Kobe was teaching Jorge how to how to wrestle and Jorge was teaching how to strike basically anyway and they were close and you know this Hernandez trainer was with Kobe uh, I think ever since he started one one and oh in his career and then they got to the interim fight versus RDA which we were talking about and Kobe Covington won that fight the interim belt and RDA was supposed to get or not RDA Paulino Hernandez the trainer was supposed to get five percent of Kobe Covington's purse, which was around 300, 350K. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. But uh, so basically, if you do the math, 5% of that is about 17,500. So uh, $17,500. And he only gave the trainer 5,000. And so that's why. Um, are you frozen, Eric? Start the whole thing? Yeah, I'm going to restart from here. Terry's going to, okay. yeah, from here. Okay, so Eric, we're back from uh, another incident of your Wi-Fi messing up. Happens every episode, so we're not used to it. But uh, like I was going to mention, I was going to start with this beef. I was going to explain the beef, Eric, between Colby and Jorge. So how it started was these two started off their careers uh, training together early on. Uh, Jorge's good friend, uh, trainer, uh, Hernandez, was helping Colby out with his striking game. Colby was helping Jorge with his wrestling. Jorge was helping Colby with his striking, vice versa. They were best buddies. Uh, looking out for each other, training together. And this Hernandez trainer has been with Colby ever since he was like 1-0, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. And then you get to the RDA interim fight for the belt, the interim belt, and Colby wins. And their agreement with uh, the trainer Hernandez was that Colby was going to give him 5% <coughs> of his winnings uh, of that fight. And he got around 300, 350K uh, from, that, from that win. And if you do the math, 5% of that is about $17,500. And he only gave the trainer, Hernandez, five grand. Only gave him five grand. Uh, so we're not sure why he didn't pay the rest. Uh, you know, there's reports that Colby back then told Jorge he's about to give the trainer too much money than he can handle. Uh, so, you know, Jorge went to his trainer, let him know about this. I know that he wasn't going to be uh, expecting to pay him. And Jorge was pissed about it. And basically that's how their friendship kind of took. There was some cracks that, that were beginning to fall. You know, Jorge was saying that, he treats his family like shit. And he, I was beginning to see mm. how bad he was treating me. And, um, you know, then he started this character, right? Um, uh, Colby Covington, after he beat the, the was it Damien Maya? Yeah, Damien Maya. Yeah, Maya. In Brazil, he started t- shit talking Brazil and Brazilian. And freaking Jorge and Hernandez are like, bro, what the hell are you doing, you idiot? Don't trash talk a country. Anyway, that's basically how their relationship uh, kind of fell through. And the two went from friends to enemies. And now they're going to be looking to punch each other's teeth in this Saturday as the main event, mm-hmm. uh, Covington versus Masvidal. Eric, go ahead. It's all on you now. Release okay. your, 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 your TED talk about these two. Yeah. Okay. So the thing with this fight is I've been following this for years, man. Like, I, I'm, like this is around when I started getting into UFC. This is when the beef was starting to rise up. It's because... The thing with this fight is it's so crazy. There's so much for me to say, and I don't know where to begin from. I'm, I'm, every single YouTube video or article that comes out about this fight. Hasn't I know, I know, I, I hope so. It. I know. But every single YouTube video article I've read about about this fight, I've watched or I, I, I read. So yeah. 
I know literally the whole story, right? Uh, I'm so excited for this fight. So, as you said, very great analysis and very great um, storytelling. So, um, as you said, the thing is, they, um, Jorge Masvidal picked up Kobe Covington right when he left college. So, he was a wrestler. He saw Kobe Covington. He came out. He's like, okay, we're still an amateur. And he's like, I want to get into MMA. So, he took him into ATT, American Top Team, and was like, um, Jorge was like kind of his... Uh, I don't know, his recruiter, like, kind of like yeah, yeah. his mentor, right? So, um, at first, Jorge was just letting let him sleep on his couch, let him eat off his food, right? That's what he said. Um, so, that's how it started. And then uh, they, they both started rising rising up. And as you said, Jorge Mazdo was that stepping stone guy, you know? So, he was that guy that people would beat and then they'd make, make a the name next for step. Themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, Jorge would go in like a two-fight win streak and then lose a decision and then lose a split decision, you know, like, very close fight. He never got knocked down ever until obviously we know Kamaru. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy that you say he, he's been inactive because I remember that Kamaru fight that, like it was yesterday. I know. And it's crazy that it's all, almost been like a year f- since the fight. So for me, yeah. It, I don't know. It, it feels weird. So um, that, that just proves how much Kamaru's been active, though. This guy fought Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal, and Kobe in one year. Like, Bro, and it proves how big of a character in the UFC Jorge Masvidal is and how yeah, much impact yeah. he has. Oh, yeah. The guy can... Guy lost two title fights. Yeah. And he's back to back. Headlining <laughs> a main event yeah. versus Colby Covington. So, yeah. like, that's what I mean. He's a big name. Every every time fight, like, whoever fights him is going to have a great opportunity to make a name for yeah. themselves, right? So, so, that's the thing. And when... um The reason why Jorge actually got the title fight at first was obviously he was on his three-fight win streak. But it's... The reason why is because Gilbert Burns put out, and then um, Jorge Masvidal came as a six-day notice. They sold a million pay-per-views, which is kind of crazy. It probably was helped by the fact that it was the first, um, like, sport event in 2020. It was, like, around, I think it was in May or something. So they got a million, which is kind of crazy because, I don't know, like, other than Conor McGregor, no one really makes a a million pay-per-views. So that was a huge fight. And then Kamaru probably got paid, and he's like, oh, yo, let me fight Jorge again. And then that's why Jorge Lee lost and then got another title fight right away. So um, that's kind of crazy. But the thing with Jorge is he, he was that stepping stone guy, and then he took that crazy step up when he left the UFC for a year or two. He went on a reality TV show. He, he hated it. He found himself. He was like, I'm coming back, and I'm not here to just not lose the fight. I'm here to win these fights, you know? So comes back with this different mentality um and just now he's just here to knock people out just here yeah. every fight because a, a bunch of his fights are close like he's never been before he's never really been dominated so it was just very close fights because the way he fights is very high stance up straight looks very tall and very square and his striking is he's one of the best strikers in the welterweight division and his takedown defense is really good so that's why he's always been a really good fighter and he took hey he took that step up kudos to him he went he beat Darren Till first really good fight knocked him out and then Askren that that was huge that that plummeted his career like he I mean went crazy after that a highlight KO like that I mean exactly of course of course yeah. he's gonna skyrocket but you know what's crazy is the fact that he actually knew what he was gonna like that was oh, yeah fully, he called like, it I'm pretty sure yeah yeah no he was practicing like he, yeah that's because the thing is, if you think about it, is Ben Askren was probably could have been, probably was going to beat Jorge if he took him down, you know? Yeah. Because that, that's what Ben, ben and Askren. He, bef- and he knew it. He knew yeah. the takedown was coming, right? Because he knew he yeah. wasn't going to fucking stand up with Jorge in the yeah. first round. Because yeah. people want to say Ben Askren was a heavy favorite and Ben Askren was undefeated at that time. He was seen as the, like, he, he was going to be the next guy up. But obviously, right after that, Ben Askren's career went <laughs> down there. It was so quick after that. But it's kind of crazy to think about because how badass was that though? Like hands behind that and then goes up. Bro, it almost looks scripted when you look at it. Okay. Yeah, I know. Just the, I know, the I know. Ben Askren dip into the knee. It looks like yeah. Ben Askren just got a bag to do that. But if you think about that, that's probably what Ben Askren would do. But yo, no, <laughs> yeah. no one's getting, no one would get, you You couldn't pay me like $3 million to get knee in the head like that. Oh, you'd There's be surprised no though. You'd be surprised. Not $3 you'd million, but you'd be, you'd, you'd be surprised some of the things people would do. Fuck. Uh, for a big can need in the head like that. Come who on, gives, no... who gives a shit? If you pay me the right price, I'd fucking get need. Okay, what do you, what you like? 
Are you worried about like knee to the head because it hurt or about his like career bro, afterwards? No, it hurt, bro. <laughs> it's not about that, bro. That's you, like, bro. You could like literally like get like no, some I know. bad shit. You know what I mean? Like, like KO and UFC history. No, no, but like the brain damage. Like that's what I'm. T- oh, okay. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not like talking about the repercussions. I'm just like, just okay, saying like okay. the shit could do to your head right after. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if like if I was like a Steve, it's, eh. it's a flying knee to your head, like <laughs> yo. No, but like right it goes here. to quite. Yeah, but it's also like, like the question like how much money would you take to get take an uppercut from like prime Mike Tyson? Yeah, you know exactly. And people, I mean, some people got paid jaw, like huh? yeah. Some people didn't even get paid to fight Mike Tyson. Like, how how crazy yeah. is that? Like, but, like they get paid five hundred dollars. How much would you take just to stand there and take it from him? Like millions. No, but that's millions. different, bro. A knee to the a flying knee to the noggin is completely different, man. I'm telling you, there's I so much dude, power. I don't know. Mike Tyson could break your jaw. <laughs> your jaw would just. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, but I don't know. No, there's definitely. Uh, it looks scary, but like I'm telling you, you yeah. it, Jorge was like, "Yo, oh, Ben, let me pay you. I don't know, eight million dollars to fly knees to the head." Okay, where do I sign? <laughs> You know, no, but, but no, that didn't but, happen. But it looks. No. I always like look at it. And just the way Ben Askren moves into it. Yeah, it I know, I know, so I know. Scripted. Because <laughs> not saying it is not at all saying no, that no, Ben Askren yeah, yeah. had this plan. No, that was a clean KO. Uh, yeah. Ben Askren went for the takedown, but it just looks hilarious. I know, I know. But hey, that, that was huge. Hori became a superstar after after that, and then he he fought yeah. Nate Diaz for the the BMF title, and it it it, it wasn't even a title shot. And they, they're the main. Yeah. Uh, they're main, the main event of the pay-per-view. So just that, beating Nate Diaz, beating bad, and then obviously right after that, two title shots and then a loss. And then it, it's pretty similar for Kobe if you think about it in the last few fights. So um, his last few fights, he beat Robbie. So if you go a bit back, it's Desanos, and then fought Robbie Lawler, and then lost to Kamaru, which is pretty, really close fight, right? And then beat Tyrone Woodley, and then lost to to Kamaru again, so I don't think right now the last five fights are pretty pretty even between these those two. I'm not gonna lie. I think Kobe definitely has the edge though. If you look at Kobe, other than Kamaru, this guy he he has an amazing career. You know, other than Kamaru, exactly. But the only thing that intrigues me about this is the fact that Desanos put up a fight against um, uh, Kobe. And what's crazy is Jorge the way he's he still talking about Kobe versus Desanos four years ago. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it seems so soon, but because okay, no, I understand that now. Kobe's a completely different guy, right? Yeah. But um, that that was four years ago. That's crazy. What? Okay, but Kobe's a completely different guy. His striking is is amazing now. Like it's always been good, but you could see even in the Kamaru fight, like, his striking is up there. Like he, he connects, and he and his pace, his endurance is ridiculous. Yeah. This guy does not gas out. No, nope. he's super strong. And he's probably, like, if you think about it, he's probably a better wrestler than Kamaru, if you think about it. it it's the fact that Kamaru didn't even want to wrestle with Kobe, and he and uh, Kobe was able to take him down. So I think Kobe's probably the best wrestler in the division right now. Oh, whoa, Hamza, Hamza, I'm sorry. I, didn't, I forgot about Hamza. Not even, d- different level Hamza. But, Hamza? Yeah. Hamza? No, it's Kumshot Shimaev. Kumshot Shimaev. You know what's crazy about Kobe is... Hori said, like, I, I thought about it because I always thought it was, that's how the story went, you know, like, um, the UFC was going to cut him and then Damian Maia goes crazy. And then Hori was like, no, that's what he tells you. He's just an asshole. And I was like, it made me think about but I don't know. Obviously, there's... Because Jorge was saying that, like, he was saying, like, before their fight, before he was going to fight Maya, uh, Maya or whatever, he was going to, he told his trainer, Jorge, like, I'm going to talk shit. I'm gonna like I'm gonna give it to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're like, no, like you shouldn't do that and stuff like that. And he did. Like they're like, you shouldn't talk shit about a country. <laughs> and yeah, clearly he didn't listen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And he apparently rubs like Dustin Poirier hates him. Right. Yeah. And uh Yona so, John Jacek, Jim. Uh he yeah. just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And so yeah. maybe he is an asshole. Who knows? You know, I, no, would, but, I wouldn't be surprised. Because the thing is, is he an ass? Was he always an asshole? And then or was he acting? Um, like an was he acting like an asshole or like you know like or was it the fact that like oh fame now like yeah. do you think do you honestly do you think he's putting up an act yes. or is, is this his real yes. character because colby said that when he was said all that shit about uh the brazilian stuff it's like that's not colby he's like who's t- who took control of colby he said he was well-spoken he had manners uh he had respect 
And I think what it is was he keeps saying the UFC cut him, right? Or he's going to cut him. We don't know the full story now. And so that's where I'm like, what the hell do I believe? Like, is did I know, I know. Covington just all of a sudden out of the blue just say, I'm going to be an hey. asshole in the UFC? Because it doesn't make sense if the UFC, like, wasn't going to cut him and Jorge is saying that. Uh-huh. I can understand why he be, builds his character because yeah. the UFC might cut him and needs to sell yeah. pay-per-views. I get that. That's what I thought it was the whole time. Yeah. But now Jorge's yeah. telling us that he's just an asshole. Yeah. I don't know what the what way to believe. I t- I'm going to lean with Colby because it makes sense. I don't know yeah. why he'd be a well-spoken person, liked and everything, and they just turn into an mm-hmm. asshole all the time. So that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna leave with Colby's side, but okay. I don't know. No, no, it, it, it's definitely crazy because these two start from the bottom. And now they're really both at the top, right? Yeah. So, but it's it's weird because Hori, would you consider Hori a big? Hori's probably a bigger superstar just on the fact that he generate more money and he's he's way more famous. But on the other hand, you have Colby who's almost as famous, but way probably a better fighter right well, listen, so a lot of people hate colby right so a lot of people tune in mm-hmm. to watch colby lose exactly and jorge is just everyone loves like how can you not like jorge Masvidal? yeah yeah uh, and everything he brings right and so um i don't know who's a bigger superstar and who's yeah. more important to the ufc that's what you should be asking for. oh i, I who's think a bigger asset? I, I think jorge is, brings in way more money like if you look at the pay-per-view buys between uh the kamaru versus yeah. colby and jorge. and jorge versus completely different yeah, yeah. yeah way more uh, so that's how that's how I see it. I think who you take? You got Kobe. I I'll be honest. I got Kobe, but I don't know Hori. The like the way he talks and I know, the, ever since in my head. Yeah, ever since he's beaten Darren Till, just the way it every everything about uh Hori, right. he's just he's just been beating people other than Kamaru. But Kamaru, like you can't really compare. Yeah. Kamaru's just I on mean, a different level. Like, they both lost to Kamaru, man. Exactly, so it's irrelevant at this point. Exactly. So I think. Unless Hori pulls out some another flying knee or like he has a crazy move in his head that he's gonna pull off, yeah. I think Kobe's gonna be able to win. It's kind of crazy because I don't know, man. Like if someone hates, if you're in a cage with someone that hates that you hate so much, you're not letting the fight go to decision. Bro, he wants to put him Someone's, in the ER. He might not yeah. make is what he said. <laughs> that's fucked up to say. I'm not gonna like, yeah, dude. There's something in my head that's telling me Hort, like Jorge has the upset. But do you think do you think it's gonna be a you think it's a decision or a fit someone's gonna finish someone? Someone's gonna finish. It, I, that's why I think Cole, it could go yeah. decision very well. I yeah. think Covington fourth, fifth round, even TKO. Yeah, yeah so, like, so how I so how I see win. it, how I see it is literally whoever wins this fight wins the art. You know, like there's an argument. If you whoever wins the fight wins yeah. the whole like you're at yeah, the top, yeah, yeah. I'll believe you. Well, it's not I'll believe you, but it's like, hey, if you win. You're yeah. you're on like so. That's what's crazy is if Jorge wins, the only like Jorge, he's like, the number one if, contender in the division. Like Jorge wins, he's Skyro. Like people will see him so much differently, you know. Yeah, but you get Usman, Masvidal three. <laughs> why? Maybe not. I maybe not. But Jorge can wait go, until the next because Jorge fought at Jorge fought at one fifty five uh, before. Oh, you think he cuts? Then, no chance. But no, he, he's in the tail end of his career, so he probably wouldn't yeah. cut. But Kobe was talking about like maybe going up to fight at Asenia, yeah. but that, that'd be decent. So man. you think Covington's got it? You think it's decision? I don't know if it's decision, man. I think it's like submission. I I think I okay. I, I think Kobe rear wins by submission, choke. like a rear naked choke. Maybe like puts him to bed. I I, I don't think Hori would tap. You know, Hori's too yeah. badass to tap. But like, you know, well, he, would fucking Kobe oh, submit? I feel like Hori is gonna be a bitch. I'd be like, dude, fight me like a real man. You know, like taking me to the ground, you bitch. <laughs> Yo, I don't know, I don't man. Know. Yo, this is this is such a like, depends on Kobe wants, like, it, how much he wants to piss off Hori. Because it's such like round one. It's such like a anything a Hori would do is because you know, like he's trying to like everything he does has got to be badass, you know. Yeah. So like he's not gonna do, go like you know he he's gonna fight and like I don't know. It's just like everything he does got to be badass. So I don't think he's trying to win by decision. Like, yeah. Oh, it, I don't know. but. I don't know it, because I, I saw some people say like, "Oh, this is scripted." Like a lot of people were saying that, but I don't. I don't think there's no like. There's too much, too many people involved. This has been years now. I feel like it's exactly. There's too many people involved, and there's too much going on in the Covington. Yeah, and for it not to be warranted. Exactly. Like why? There's no way these these two were like okay. Now that we're gonna fight each other, since we gotta hate each other, like there's no and way even that Dustin, happened. man. Even yeah. Dustin, like I'm not fighting Colby Covington. Like if I fight, I'm gonna kill him. 
Yeah. Holy. Like, fucking, what did Colby say to him? <laughs> what did go like, to piss off Dustin Bore that much? Ugh. What did you do? I know, yeah. I know. But what's great, I I'm like, because Col- uh, Kobe, know, like, he said, he's told everyone he's putting on an act, but, like, people, like, still think, like, I don't know, it's it's so confusing, but, but like, that's what's what good about this character. Is he acting, like, is he putting, is he continuously keeping this act on when he's not in the octagon and he's outside yeah. world and he's fucking yeah. just being an asshole? You know, so maybe he's, like, like He's yeah. doing it in the wrong places, and maybe it's just yeah. taking control of him. Is this new persona? Yeah. His new him, you know. So. Yeah. But what's good about yeah. Kobe is he can back it up, man. Like he can say whatever oh, he yeah. wants in the in not in the in the what octagon. Matters is in the octagon. Other than Kamaru, like even Kamaru, man. I'm not gonna lie. I said that Kamaru, like Kamaru, won the fight, but I'm telling you, it's clo- it's it was so it's close, man. It's close. close. And even the other fight before that was if if there was no stoppage, that would that would have been close, really close. So yeah. literally, Kobe and in, in like hey, he's he's underrated. Like people are like he's a villain. He's good yeah. for the UFC. So oh my god, I I can't tell you how excited I am for yeah, this fight. It's it's, it's uh... just I, I can't wait. It's going to be great it happening this Saturday. Uh, so before we go, let's go through both our parlays. I'll say both of ours. Um, yeah. You got Spivak. I got Greg Hardy. Uh, we both got Kevin Holland. We yeah. both got Bryce Mitchell. And then yeah. uh, RDA, Makashev. Well, we don't know who's fighting RDA. I would say if it is Makashev, put your money down on Makashev. Makashev, yeah. If it's anyone else, probably RDA gets the uh, has the upside yeah. because they'll probably, I don't know what kind of ranked fighter would fight, fight RDA and like who they yeah. can find, you know. So most yeah. likely if it's Makashev though, take Makashev and then yeah. Jorge and Colby, we both got yeah. Colby. Yeah. And so uh, that's a, a little nice parlay. You can make some money. Most likely like Barboza fight and the Spivak harder do you have fight are the most like question marks for me everything else I'm pretty confident in mm-hmm. uh even like Jorge and Colby coming I'm pretty confident Colby can win but man yeah. if, Jorge, if Jorge wins man that'd be that'd be like something uh yeah. but yeah thank you so much for listening uh or watching this Chip and Zang show uh Chip yeah. and Zang show on Spotify or watching here on YouTube uh I haven't mentioned it talk at all but yeah I did mention it last week this is my new setup in my dorm room I am in Toronto you uh yeah not much to look at <laughs> uh, there's still stuff missing in the mail so i'm going to spice things up for my setup a little more uh, put some lights and flags so I expect that in the next week uh but we'll have to wait until then for uh, episode 62 but for now episode 61 usc 272 make sure to uh lock in your bets come this saturday because yeah. uh it's going to be uh entertainment at its it's gonna be finest. sad that we won't be able to watch it together like, yeah, i just I thought know. about that in toronto yeah. right now oh well you know duty calls call. though gotta continue yeah, the job uh but exactly. once again Thanks for uh, watching us and we'll see you in the next episode. Roll the outro.